Are you worried that AI may replace you and take your job? As someone who creates content about the accounts payable and payment issues, this topic hits close to home because this is my living. But with the advent of chat GPT, the conversation has reached a new level of urgency and the, cre the threat has become more real than ever. I've put chat GPT to the test and I'm here to share with you my findings from its capabilities to its limitations. I'll give you the inside scoop on what chat GPT can do for you. I've tried it and I'm here to tell you what it can and cannot do for you. Stick around until the end where I share the one way I am using it and you can too. It will make your life a little less stressful. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where you go for all the latest business intelligence if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable and or payment function. Now, before we take a deep dive into the pros and cons of using chat GPT, let me give you a real quick and short definition of what we're talking about for those who might not know. Here's the chat GPT definition of itself. Chat GPT is a language generation model developed by OpenAI. It trained on a large data set of text. Chat GPT is designed to generate text that is similar to the text that it was trained on. It can generate text in various styles on various topics. It's really easy to use, albeit with some limitations. Spoiler alert, I don't think it will take your job, but that doesn't mean you can rest on your laurels. Let me explain how you can use it to help yourself look better. It's important to realize that using chat GPT is much more than doing a Google search. One of my first, the first concerns I had after thinking about it might take my job, which of course was my number one concern, revolved around term papers for high school and college students. Apparently, I'm not alone on that front. The New York Times has reported that Google founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin have offered advice to company leaders on this very issue. Now, before I start on the limitation, I'd like to mention that I put this whole script together using myself. Chat GPT did not, for the reasons we we're about to discuss, have anything to do with the final script. So I ended up devoting almost a full day to writing this because I thought it was an important enough topic for the business community and worth spending the time on it. Um, and that, by the way, that day was before the editing, the filming, etc. All right, so let's dive right in and let's talk about whatever limitations there are for chat, chat GPT. And the first set that I'm going to talk about comes directly from chat GPT itself. And you'll see this when you sign on. Um, it says it may occasionally generate incorrect information. So I'd like to point out that that's true, by the way, and you should check everything that is put out by chat GPT if you decide to use it because you cannot rely on it to be accurate. Now, sometimes this won't matter, as we'll discuss, but sometimes it will be critical, and so you don't want to get stuck. The next limitations chat GPT says it has is that it may occasionally produce harmful instructions or biased content. So, for example, you don't want to rely on it for instructions on how to build a rocket, okay? Now, that might not be the smartest move in the world. 
And number three, and this is what the, the uh, issue that's going to really impact the accounts payable, the accounting, the tax, the finance, the treasury people who are listening to this. And this says it has limited knowledge of world and events after 2021. So this is going to be critical if you're putting together any sort of in information that needs to rely on current information, especially for regulatory issues and regulatory compliance. Now, I know what they mean when they talk about the 2021 limitations, because as some of you may know, um, I've got a series of Wordle videos, and it is absolutely no help with Wordle. Absolutely none at all. And I know because I've tried. So what are the other possible limitations. Um, well, let me start off with the fact that it doesn't understand or know industry jargon, at least for now. So um, you'll see that all the content that it puts out will use generic wordings. And sometimes it'll use those generic wordings for topics that we can cover in two or three words. Uh, for example, um, at least to date, it never uses one of my favorite word uh, set of words, the three-way match especially when I'm talking about accounts payable or processing invoices, um, et cetera. It also, and this is important, occasionally gets mixed up. Now, we all do, but you need to be careful when you're taking information that comes out of the, uh, the chat. So, for example, uh, I tried to get it to give me a list of uh, accounts payable best practice. And all of a sudden, in the middle of it, you'll find one that's accounts receivable best practice. I don't know how that happened, but... Um, it, you know, won't happen to us industry experts, but it did happen here. The other thing that you need to be careful of is when you're talking about a topic that has two sides, um, sometimes it, you know, it gets stuck. So, for example, invoices. When you talk about invoices, we can talk about preparing invoices or we can talk about paying invoices. And so sometimes, as I said, in the middle, all of a sudden there's a piece of advice for the other side and it can be a little jarring. Now, the next thing that it doesn't do, it doesn't get, is nuances. Um, this means you have to be very precise in the information that you're looking for. Now, some of you may have seen the video we did recently on disappearing vendor credits and uh, with through the use uh, and using vendor statements. And I tried to get ChatGPT to help me with it, um, to see what suggestions it had, if it had any, had any tips that I didn't know about that I could share with the audience. And it kept giving me information about financial statements. It kept coming back and telling me about balance sheet and income statements. Um, I couldn't get it to understand the difference. Now, this may have been a flaw, my flaw in the way I was putting the information in, but it could be really uh, frustrating. But like I say, it could have been me. So you need to be very precise with the information that you put in and what you ask it. Um, it bases information, as it said, on the past, and it amalgamates what it finds. This can include bad information. Uh, it doesn't seem to be able to tell the difference. So, for example, when you look for information about accounts payable, you're going to find a lot of stuff about accounts payable automation, the benefits of automation, um, et cetera. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that topic, you know, it's part of accounts payable uh, best practices, but it is not the only thing by any stretch of the imagination. Now, I believe this happens, and you may disagree, and I'd love to hear about it in the comments if you do disagree, that this is because of the amount of, of uh, good information, the proliferation of information about automation solutions and information about them that's put out there by very savvy automation service providers. They put it on their website. They put best practices about it. I think it's really smart of them to do it. I'm not criticizing, but it does end up skewing the information that is available 
about accounts payable best practices, okay? Um, and so that will take up a much larger piece of best practice information than you or I might agree, I might think should be in there. Now, if you're looking for information about new frauds and how to protect against them, new IRS or other tax regulations, regulatory information, new technology, at least for now, it won't be much help. This is especially important to our colleagues who are issuing 1099s because, you know, it's 1099 season. Please do not try and use chat GPT to help you with that. It will not have the, the, the new changes for the last two years because, remember, it's only good at least at this point through information through uh, 2021. Um, and there's another way it won't help that I would have found to be really useful um, if it did or if it would. Now, let me say this happens to me, probably happens to some of you, that you're trying, you're going to write an email and you can't remember somebody's email address and you can't find it. And um, your email service provider isn't helpfully putting it in when you start to think and you're looking all over for, the, for it. So um, I thought when this happened to me, well, let me ask Chat GPT for it, see if they can get it for me. And so I put in my, my request and I got a very tart response telling me that if it gave me that information, it would violate privacy issues. Well, excuse me. Okay. Now, before I start discussing what uh, uh, AI and ChatGPT can do for you, let me point out that the use of ChatGPT or a any AI tool for an individual person like me, or probably most of you watching this, is in its infancy. So I am certain that there will be other advances in months and years to come about how we can use this wonderful tool. So check back to this channel periodically because I'll share my journey as well as. So what can it do? We've all seen it used with remarkable success for customer service and other help chatbots. Of course, these are subject to the same limitations that we've discussed above. But dealing with one of the chatbots is better than waiting on the line for 40 minutes for a customer service rep. Those with a little bit of knowledge about accounts payable will be able to use this to develop sophisticated applications, as we've already seen with invoice and accounts payable automation. According to ChatGPT itself, other applications of use to the accounting, procure-to-pay, and AP community might include financial report generation, some auditing, some budgeting, and some financial analysis. It also says that it can do language translations. Now let's talk about that for one minute. To date, if you try and use an online language translator, the results have been spotty, sometimes giving you really bizarre translations, especially where idioms are used and have occurred. If that does not occur with ChatGPT, and we'll have to wait and see how that plays out, it can be a real boon to those in accounts payable and accounting and procure to pay when communicating with suppliers who do not have, use the same language as you do. Now, before we get to the real time saver, if you like this episode, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe. We produce new content for this channel three times a week. Accounts payable and payment content are on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we have fun with Wordle on Saturdays. By the way, we have over 300 broadcasts on the AP Now channel, so we hope you'll... Let me ask you this. Have you ever found yourself in one of these situations? Oh, one, you send an email and you get a nasty response back, and you think to yourself, what is his problem? Then you look at what you wrote, 
and you wince because you realized you sounded snide or angry or worse. Um, or situation number two, which is a little better than situation number one, but only a little. Do you ever look at what you wrote, ideally, as I said before, sending it, and you think, this is not how I want to come across? Or situation number three, you look at what you wrote, and it is flat, okay? It will put you to sleep. It's a real snoozer. It's not conveying the message that you want or the tone that you wanted it to come across in. This is likely to happen at the end of the day or when you're very tired. Here's how chat GPT can help. Take what you wrote and type in the, the, the chat box on GPT, rewrite to make sound more friendly, or you can uh, type in rewrite to make sound more professional or rewrite to make sound less chatty. You get the idea. Then you copy and paste what you wrote in the box, you hit enter and you see what they come up with. Now, you don't have to automatically take what it regurgitates the first time. You can try several times. Like you can start with rewrite to make sound more friendly. And then when you get that, you're not happy with it. So you can say rewrite to make sound more pleasant, um, et cetera. You keep trying until you get something what you like. Or you might even take one or two sentences from the first try and one or two from your second try and mix them up, perhaps with a sentence that you first write. If viewed and used correctly, Artificial intelligence does not have to be the enemy. It can be your friend or your faithful assistant, making you look better than you might have on your own. It can go an inch deep on a lot of subjects, but at least for now, that seems what it's what, what it can do. If you're looking for the latest innovation, you need to look elsewhere. But don't forget that assistant role. It can be really helpful. As mentioned earlier, ChatGPT absolutely does not know industry jargon. That's one of the many areas where you are irre irreplaceable. An understanding of more than 30 different topics, unique jargon, and much more are just a few of the topics you need to understand effectively if you want to work and manage or have responsibility for the AP function. We put together a playlist so you can have access um, to all this information in one place. You can watch it right now using a link that will appear momentarily on YouTube and is in the show notes below. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up, your subscribes, your shares, and your comments.